You're listening to Fourth and Rec. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Episode 7. Today, we'll be talking about race number 6 of the Great Lakes Lightning Sprint season. The next race of the season was at I-96. At this point of the season, I was starting to warm up and starting to feel less nervous to go to announce the racetrack and starting to get those less nerves and starting to feel more confident myself. However, this race was the only one in the season that I had missed. By the time this race had came up, I had gradu- just graduated from the University of Northwestern Ohio with my automotive high-performance degree, and I actually went back home, uh, back to my hometown, and to celebrate th- this accomplishment uh, with my family. Uh, however, that, that didn't stop me from checking my phone to see what was going on the race and how everybody was doing. But now it was time for qualifying. With a car count of only 13 cars, which was the second smallest car count that we had all season. With 13 cars on deck, we had a new driver to set the fast time, which was the number zero, Brendan Cascadden. Results of the top 10, Brendan Cascadden, Justin Award, Ricky Droke, Matt Cogley, Jacob Shabai, Jerry Napier, Noah Wilfong, Arlie Cooper Jr., Chad Colley, and Dalton Pipgrass. Now with the car count only being 13 cars, there was two heat races instead of the normal three. All but one driver made the heats, which was Bud Schrader. Heat 1 was won by Brendan Cascadden, followed by Jacob Shabai, Ricky Droke, Noah Wilfong, Chad Colley, and Bill Dunham. Heat 2 was won by Justin Ward, followed by Matt Cogley, Arlie Cooper Jr., Dalton Pipgrass, Jerry Napier, and Avery Neal. Being there were there were only two heat races, the top three advanced to the redraw, which included Brendan Cascadden, Jacob Shabai, Ricky Droke, Justin Ward, Matt Cogley, and Arlie Cooper Jr. Now it's time for only 11 out of the original 13 to start the feature race. Unfortunately, Bud Schrader and Bill Dunham were unable to start. Brendan Cascadden had luck on his side and he was able to draw the pole with Justin Ward to his outside, Ricky Droke and Matt Cogley sat in row two. The green flag was out and Brendan wasted no time and took the lead away. Justin stood right behind him as he exited turn two. Ricky Droke, who originally started third, now had Matt Cogley in his rear view who dashed right by. The top three then stayed single file for about eight laps until Brendan started to catch lap cars. Brendan slides by Jerry Napier and Avery Neal. However, Avery Neal unfortunately had to retire his car and took his car to the pits. All while this was happening, Justin Ward was starting to close the gap for the lead. Chad Colley was the next car to get lapped until the 29 of Arlie Cooper Jr. flipped on his side and the caution was out. Arlie was unable to continue the race, but did walk away all fine. But now with only four laps to go, the green flag was back out. This time, Brendan packed up his bags and checked out all the way to the finish. Results of the top ten being Brendan Cascadden, Justin Ward, Matt Cogley, Ricky Droke, Noah Wilfong, Jacob Shabai, Dalton Pipgrass, Chad Colley, Jerry Napier, and Arlie Cooper Jr., 
Congrats to Brandon Cascadon on winning his fourth race of the season, winning four of the opening six races. And now the moment you all have been waiting for, the two-time series champion in the Lautner Irrigation Victory Fuel Antrimetis Campground Number 0, Brendan Cascadon. Welcome to the podcast, Brendan. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, love to have you on, and being a two-time champion, hopefully get more uh, clicks on the podcast, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, uh, doing anything fun for the off-season for right now? Just working on Hawaii here in two, three weeks. Hawaii's then, yeah, back to work. Where do you work, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Lountain Irrigation. Well, you guys look back on this season. You guys see and see how you guys did. Only making eight of the 12 races, but still managing to get four wins, five top fives, and five top tens. How do you guys think you did? Probably not as good as I should have done, but given the circumstances, I won't complain. Yeah, and it, only making eight of the 12 races and getting four wins. It looks like 50% of the races that you entered, you won. Those are some pretty good stats. Yeah, they're not too bad. Yeah, and I know that you, Jacob, and uh, Jerry Napier went all down to Hobstad. Uh, you want to just describe how that went? Yeah, I mean, Hobstadt's a pretty sweet place. It's a, it's definitely should be a bucket list place for anyone that hasn't been down there. The facility's great. The track's awesome. It's it's definitely probably the most challenging track you'll ever go to. I mean, even the outlaw guys complain about how hard it is to find grip and everything. So, you know, nobody really believes you until they get down there and actually see it for themselves. Yeah. And I know you guys... Uh believe looking at it might be correctly you finished fourth in the a main against other lightning spent drivers how do you guys think you did there not too bad i mean that place is it's hit or miss you'll show up one you'll show up two weeks in a row one week run something completely different feel great next week show up with the same package and just sink like a rock and plus that place pulls in oh close to 40 cars for those races so it's you don't have a lot of slouches, so you got to be pretty much on your game the whole time. Yeah. Well, uh, I got an idea from Chad Colley. Uh, we, we did this last interview, but I got a question from the previous interviewer, Jacob Shabai. He asked, who was your inspiration and what made you get into the racing world? I'd probably say, as in, like, inspiration, probably like a Scott Bloomquist, mainly just because not like how secretive he is, but you know, I mean, he gets a lot of insane, wild, off the wall fans. He just kind of does his own thing and does whatever he feels like and kind of just lets the other people do his talking for him. And I kind of feel like the way this year went, especially, it's kind of how I've got that going for me. I got a bunch of random people want to say stuff. So it's a lot of enjoyment for me on my end. But how I kind of got into the racing world is. I've always liked sprint cars and just kind of one deal came up and picked it up and then just kind of rolled with it from there. I like the traveling thing, so I started bouncing around before a lot of other people were in our group, and I think that's kind of helped in a way with the whole Great Lakes series. Yeah, do you guys have a favorite track uh, maybe from this season or that you've been to all time? 
Does it have to be in Michigan? Uh, no. That's a tough one. I guess I'll give you two because I go all over. I'll give you a Michigan one. And it's split between Silver Bullet and Merritt. Probably a little more towards Merritt because it's closer to home. That was where I got my first win. And we went there since I was a little kid, so it was pretty cool to get one there. And then probably regionally, I'd probably say Hobstadt or Bloomington. Between those two, they're my favorite. Yeah, and you guys actually won uh, Merritt earlier this season. Uh, I believe you won Merritt, Mount Pleasant, and Silver Burlet all in a row at the beginning, near the beginning of the season, and then I ninety six later in this season. So, you guys were looking really good at the start of the season. Yeah, we ran into some issues, but we were able to pick off a few of those wins in the middle of the year. wasn't too bad. Yeah, and out of all those four wins, do you have a favorite win from this season? Probably my favorite one was the one at Silver Bullet. I don't remember where I started. It was a ways back. I remember that, and I had to kind of pick my way through the field. And then I set the ghost track record, so that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Now I now that you remember, say something about it, I do actually remember you hitting the track record there, which is really good for you guys. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. You guys got any uh, plans for next season? Just doing the same thing I'm doing right now, waiting for schedules to come out, put together something that sounds fun to me. So no no set in stone plans just yet. Yeah. Well, um, it was uh, great to talk to you, man. Yeah, you too. Finally got your interview. Uh, yes, I did. I was trying to get it all season <laughs> Post race couldn't get it, but uh, good to get you now. So, yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, anytime. And that'll be all for today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Hope to see you again soon.